Oh my god, guys! We're finally living in a world where the light at the end of the tunnel of Donald Trump's presidency is near. Um, so yeah, I did actually wait a few days because the election went on for longer than I anticipated. Um, and I know that like the reason that inauguration is in January is because elections can be delayed, etc, etc. But I just genuinely didn't think that this election would take so long. Um, so what was it like four days of just anxiety and refreshing Google and CNN and every news outlet there was. Um, but it happened. I was going to say we did it, but I really didn't want to sound like Kamala Harris in that video that everybody's making fun of. Oh my God, I cannot, I cannot. Every time I go onto TikTok, there is a new video like, we did it, Joe. You're going to be the president of the year. Anyways, um, yeah, I feel like in my last episode, I was very, like, pessimistic. I really didn't think that America would pull through. Um, I do think it's really, really, really important to note that nearly half the country did vote for that man again. And as much as you can celebrate the fact that there will be less racism hopefully I'm not going to say no racism because it's America with three k's um but hopefully there'll be less racism um at least in government (laughs) um but there are clearly still racists and to the 55 percent of white women who voted for that cheeto again (sighs) <sighs> when will you guys learn? When will you learn? Like, what does it actually take for these white women to realise that these men don't like them either? But, you know, yeah, let me just calm down because that is, that really is for another day. Um, But I hope everyone is good. I hope everyone feels like this is progress. It's not massive progress, but it's baby steps. Um, I actually spoke about this on my Instagram and I really want to put it on here and I know to some people it may be a bit controversial but let me add I am a woman of colour so this is the perspective that it's coming from um but I just think it's so important to remember that both of these politicians do have a history and it's no secret Obama like is a war criminal and his presidency was filled with bombing and ruining the lives of a lot of innocent civilians and Joe Biden was there for that he was vice president and Kamala Harris you know has a history of transphobia and worked against sex workers and so as much as we can be very happy that one the democrats are are back and booming let's say um and America finally has its first, not only female vice president, but Asian and black, um, it's still, it's still a lot for some people to process. It's still a feeling of, like, wow, my stutter came out there, but it's a feeling of unjust, um, and feeling like you voted for a lesser of two evils. And that is what politics has come to now, which is very sad. I feel like, even in the UK, 
voting has really become, well, what party won't strip me of the most rights? Um, and I feel like that was the case with this election as well. And to be fair, in representative democracies, that should never be the case. You should be able to have a politician that you feel supports everything that you stand for. You should be seen by, by a party. And I just don't feel like we live in a world where people are seen fully by parties anymore. And so we're stuck in this cycle of just voting for the lesser of the two evils. And so with that, people are allowed to be happy. The the um the videos of America, like people crying and hugging in the streets and celebrating. I saw a, quite a few from like Times Square and like all over New York City and it just brought me to tears. It's like we really had to just wait four years of going through absolute hell and I really, really hope to any Americans listening and actually to to everyone around the world who felt marginalized and attacked by the existence of Donald Trump's presidency, I really do hope that you feel that you can finally breathe again. Um, I remember like as a non-American, I remember the election in 2016 and I remember being very, very scared and not knowing if this world was going to be safe for people that weren't white anymore and obviously there was a massive increase in hate crime and Trump's presidency coincided with Brexit so there was a a real rise in racism and I feel like even when I was like in New York at the beginning of this year um you know a lot of people will say like oh it's New York like it's fine but like Republicans exist everywhere and that really was something that was going through my mind it was like oh sorry my laptop just dinged let me turn that off um yeah the whole time that was something that was going through my mind and I was really like I don't feel safe and I think everyone who knows me knows but like New York City is my favorite place in the world and it really sucked to not feel safe there because I love it. Like it feels like home to me. Um and I don't know, every every time I saw someone who like kind of looked a bit weird or not weird but just like I don't know, Republicans have a look, okay? And every time I'd see someone who looked like that, I kind of just just feared for my life. And especially when I went to Boston, like with Boston's racist history, just knowing that four years ago those people were given the green light to be racist and not feel bad for it was very scary so I can't even imagine what it must have been like to be a minority in America for the past four years so my heart really does go out to you guys I hope that this has given you a glimmer of hope um like I said I know it's not the ideal presidency and we're not celebrating Biden's win we're celebrating getting rid of Trump So yeah, um, also, sorry, I had, to get, I had to get the election out of the way first because that's what I've been waiting for to like to get the results to be like, are we going to cry on this podcast or are we going to celebrate? Um, but yeah, so like I said, I really hope that every, every minority out there feels like there's a bit of progress. Um, and actually also a reminder, 
even though Biden won this election, he did only win by a, a very, very small percentage. But please don't think that this is over. Please don't think that the fight for justice is over. It's so, so far from over. Like, this is the beginning. This is day one. Let's picture it like this. The next four years, if Trump runs again in 2024 against Biden, let's hope that Biden will be there for eight years. So let's say the next eight years are going to be like school. Okay? And January 20th, 2021 is day one of nursery or kindergarten, as Americans call it. And you grow. We're growing, okay? We are we are moving in the right direction of change. This is not by any means the end. This is day one. We put the work in now, especially if you haven't already. So let this moment of celebration also light a fire in you. And it will hopefully light a fire in a very different way to the way the Trump presidency should have lit a fire in you. That should have been rage. And this one should be hope. So yeah. <laughs> that was very, um, I don't know where that came from. But okay. But yeah, next. Oh my God. So also in the previous, previous, previous podcast episode, I spoke about how London, uh, not London, sorry, that was the most London thing of me to ever do, Britain, England, England, that's the one, England, there we go, Um, how England will be going into a lockdown. I'm not sure if I said potentially or if it had been confirmed at this point. I'm going to assume that it wasn't confirmed at this point because I was emotionally distraught when they announced that we were going into a lockdown again. Um, and let me set the scene for you. So I was just minding my goddamn business, living my best life, not attending lectures, sleeping whenever the hell I wanted to, eating copious bowls of pasta. And then I go on Twitter and I see that we're very, very close to a second lockdown and my heart drops, it drops. And I was like, I can't do this again. I cannot do this again. And I know that I say this with like sarcasm, but no, like there is no sarcasm here. I physically cannot do this shit again. Um, and so, yeah, I, I saw that and I was like, no, 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 no. Say psych, Boris, say psych. Like not again, please not again. And then there was the press conference and I need you guys to understand that day for me. Because yes, I am an overdramatic bitch. Yes, I did do musical theatre for a majority of my life. So, you know, that should really help you explain why I'm acting the way I am. However, this day I was, um, there was a Halloween ride at SoulCycle. I don't think it was Halloween, but it was a Halloween ride. And... I was so excited and it was at five o'clock and so I was spending the afternoon with my dad and we went for a drink and the press conference was meant to be at four so I was like okay we have to go to a bar with a tv so we can watch the press conference so we're sitting there and there's no press conference and I'm like I've got to get to a soul cycle class and I have no idea whether this is going to be the last class or not and so I go to soul cycle and there's still no press conference. And they're like, it's going to happen at five. 
my class starts at five. So I was like, oh my God, they're going to announce it whilst I'm in class. Then I get out of the class and it's about 5.45, nearly six. And they're like, the press conference at six. So I stand in the studio because I'm like, okay, I'm not going to leave here and then start crying on the streets of Soho if I have to watch this press conference whilst walking home. So I stand in the studio for like 10 minutes. Everyone's probably thinking, bitch, go home. But I was standing there and I was like, okay. And then they were like, it's like 6.30. And at this point I was like, okay, I can't go home because my parents will laugh at me if I start crying. So I decide I'm gonna go and get a bagel from Bagel Bake or Bagel Bake, however you wish to pronounce it. Um, to people from London, you know, that is the place to get your bagels from. So I decide to get the bus from Soho to Shoreditch. And I'm sitting on the bus and they delay the press conference again. And at this point, I'm losing my mind. I'm like, just tell me a gym's going to be closed. Are they going to be closed? Like, that's all I need to know. And then I'm watching the press conference and it's a bunch of gibberish for like 30 minutes. And then they say, we're going into a second lockdown. Everything's closed apart from non-essential shops. My God, I started crying on the bus. I look like someone out of a coming of age film. For that, for that moment in time, I was the main fucking character. I had my head pressed against the window of the bus with a tear, a single tear falling, dripping underneath my mask. And then do you wanna know what the joke of it was? So whilst I'm mid breakdown, my bus breaks down and I have to get off. So I get off the bus now. <laughs> like me and the bus, we were in sync. So I get off the bus now and then my mother rings me and she doesn't normally call me. So I was thinking, um, okay. However, I do have this big fear that if I don't pick up the phone to my parents, that one of them will be dying and then I will spend the rest of my life remembering that I didn't pick up the phone. So I always pick up the phone to my parents when they ring me. And so, yeah, my mom called and I picked up and she was like, hi. And I'm, I am sobbing at this point. So I'm like, hi, hi mom. And she's like, mm, ciao. Anyway, so what perfume do you wear? And I was like, okay. And I, nobody fucking cares. But I wear the YSL Black Opium Perfume. So I told her that. And she knew it was YSL. She just forgot the name. And so I was like, yeah, that's the one, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, oh, okay, cool. I'm in Selfridges. Like, I'm going to get you a bottle. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Thanks. I didn't say it that smoothly because I was still crying and choking at this point. And she still hasn't asked me what's wrong. So then there's a dramatic pause because me and my mother do not have the most affectionate relationship. So I, I think I could tell she did not want to ask me what the fuck was wrong, but she did. She was like, Mary, are you crying? And I was like, yeah, I'm crying in the middle of shortage. And she was like, why? And I was like, mom they've done it this is what I mean about fucking I'm so dramatic I'm so dramatic and she was like done what and I was like they're closing soul cycle again they're closing gyms she told me to grow up oh my god <laughs> she told me to grow up she was like it's only a month Mary you did seven months before which is true she made some valid points there however the first time we were in lockdown there was hope there was I saw, I saw the end goal here. I was like two weeks. Yes, Boris, I've got this. Two weeks then turned into seven months. Okay. So now going into this lockdown, I know that four weeks doesn't mean four weeks. And if two weeks was seven months, then bitch, I will see you guys in 2021 because what the fuck? Like, I know now that there is no escaping this. 
And because this country is run by idiots, this pandemic is just getting worse. Like I'm seeing these TikToks of people in New Zealand living their best lives. Like they are having festival season. They are, they are hugging strangers. I, I can't even sit in a lecture hall. So yeah, I'm not the happiest of bunnies. And you know, like I, like I said last time, I do realize that people are in very different situations to me. And to someone, my situation is the ideal situation. I, I understand. But to me, this is not the ideal situation. I am going insane. And I'm locked down alone this time. I am speaking to myself on a regular basis. I actually took a walk the other day um, down Columbia Road and I completely forgot that the flower market wasn't going to be there. So, you know, my stupidity has, has come through yet again. Um, but it was cute. There were so many people and so many shops open um, that I just don't see us getting over this anytime soon. And guys, you know, I do wish to get over this as much as the next person. I do. But I think we fumbled the bag here. I think England is fucked up for good now. Because if we just did it right the first time, you know, I I don't know what went wrong in those seven months. Actually, I do. But I don't understand how we did it so wrong for those seven months. Because it would have been so easy to just say, guys, don't leave the fucking house. Like, no, there'll be no transportation. There'll be nothing. Like, don't do it. And then we we'll be fine. Oh my god, I could be at SoulCycle right now. I could be at SoulCycle. But no, we have a government of incompetent men. So, so that didn't happen. And now it's reached a point where people have to live. Like their life has to go on. And like I said, very very privileged point of view. But for a lot of people, like life isn't worth living if they don't have you know, the cinemas and theatres and gyms and restaurants and socialising and things like that. And so I think any lockdown that comes after the one that we had in March is going to be unsuccessful because people have lost hope that anything's going to change anyway. Um, and at least for me, like, I mean, I've got my online lectures and like I've got exams and stuff, so I kind of do have to be at home all the time. And I take my my little walk by myself um and I'll go on a run that's not I'm not I shouldn't have said that because really and truly I don't think that's gonna last longer than two weeks but as of right now like I've been going on my daily runs and my walks and like going to the grocery shop um and that's it but like I just don't understand how the government think any new lockdown is going to work if they don't do it properly because people don't care anymore like they just don't why would you I really don't blame them if the government say here's a half-assed lockdown don't put any sort of threat there I'm not saying like threaten the whole country but you know there's no fear when people meet in groups bigger than six like there's no fear that anything bad's gonna happen which is why they do it um and yeah now we're in lockdown and I'm just not feeling so great actually today let me um not be so negative 
Today was an okay day. I've only slept for two hours, so that's not fun. Um, but I went to Planet Organic because that's the only place that ever has my protein powder in stock. And the woman who served me was such a babe. Like, if we weren't in a pandemic, I would have given her a hug. She was so lovely, and we genuinely need to be so much nicer to key workers. Like, not just your average nice. Like, you need to go above and beyond because they deserve the fucking world for what they're doing. Um, and a lot of people wouldn't wouldn't want to risk their life to scan protein powder, you know? And she was so lovely and like she didn't need to be if she punched me in the face, I'd be like, Yeah, okay. I deserve that. Or I understand. But she was so lovely and she just completely made my day. Um and then I walked to No, I lied, I didn't walk because I'm a lazy bitch. I got an Uber to Whole Foods and actually that wasn't a great experience I can't lie to you but it didn't ruin my day and then I came home and I ate some banging gluten-free oat pasta and listened to some podcasts and I did actually try to go to my lecture but it wouldn't load so I gave up and I have two exams tomorrow. So apart from the exams, today's going well. It is, mm, it's not even midday yet, so let me not get my hopes up. But I really want to try this lockdown to like work on myself. And I think it's really important for me to say this because I've seen so many people kind of put this pressure on you that you have to like look different when you leave lockdown and you don't I promise you you don't and those TikToks that are like oh record yourself now at the beginning of lockdown when you're ugly bitch who are you calling ugly who where when why because no 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 everybody is beautiful like I will genuinely stand by that it's so cheesy but like I'll stand by it and this implication that you have to leave looking like I don't even know what, but it needs to stop, okay? It needs to stop. Because if I see it on my For You page one more time, I will be reporting that app to the police. Because it just makes no sense to me. Why do you want people to feel bad about themselves? Okay, listen. Brandy Melville has done that for too long already. We do not need to join the capitalist culture and make other people feel bad so we can profit off their insecurities. No. And the reason I said Brandy Melville is because they have one size fits all. One size does not fit all Brandy Melville, okay? Some of us are five foot nine. One size does not fit all, okay? Ugh, anyways. Um, so yeah, I, I just, I feel that I need to say that you don't need to leave lockdown. Looking any different, um, that doesn't mean that you, you shouldn't if you, if you wish to and you're doing it healthy, healthily, healthy, is that a word? Whatever. My brain doesn't really work. I haven't been to school in a while, but yeah, if you're doing it the right way and you're doing it for you, that's the most important thing. Like if you're doing it for you, um, then by all means, if you happen to leave lo- lockdown looking a little different, wow, okay, go off sis. But you don't have to. Like if anything, I'm going to probably leave looking worse because my skin is going to be like lacking some severe melanin. Um and like I I won't be able to see my hairdressers so you know it is what it is but for a lot of people their lockdown goal is to just survive 
And I think that's something that needs to be remembered when people are saying like, my lockdown glow up. Like it really trivializes what's going on. We're in the middle of a fucking pandemic, like a global pandemic. And that word has been so overused now that I feel like it's losing some of its meaning. But like, it's a pandemic. Like that is, that is a big deal. Up until this year, the only time I had ever heard the word pandemic was in my GCSE history class when we learned about the Spanish influenza. That is it. That is it. I have, I had never heard the word pandemic before or after that point. And now it is so frequently used that it is making me cry. Okay. This is a serious thing. Like this isn't, this isn't a joke. This is nothing to be trivialized. We are in the middle of a pandemic. Okay. You do not need to trivialize it to this period of changing who you are to be quotation marks hot or to lose weight what the no no okay and so when I say I'm going to use this lockdown to work on myself what I mean is I'm going to use this lockdown to mentally help myself because in the lock the first lockdown I really saw my mental health slip and I I cannot let that happen again And so this is what I mean when I say stop trivializing this pandemic, because people are losing, losing a lot, okay? Losing the will to live, losing their actual life, losing their battles. Like, this is not, like, oh my God, I'm literally shaking with frustration as I say this, because there is no way that I could ever, ever make anybody feel like they had to work out or eat healthy or like lose a shit ton of weight in this lockdown no no okay like I sound like someone's mother but baby girls you need to remember and boys but I just really like saying baby girl um this lockdown is for you to stay safe period full stop huh gosh okay now that one's out of the way I better not see one of those TikToks on my for you page again. I hope that Apple or Siri or the government or whoever listens to my iPhone whilst I'm talking heard me and my frustration and that stops. But um, yeah, I want to work on my, my mental health because I think I'm very good at being alone. I actually really like being alone. Um, but... <laughs> When that first lockdown ended, I didn't know how to speak to people, okay? I had no idea how to socialise. And I don't want that to happen again, basically, if we're going to keep it brief. But I also don't want this lockdown to come to an end, if it ever comes to an end. And I feel like any progress that I've made um, like in my life prior to lockdown has just like had to start all over again, which is what I feel like happened at the end of the first lockdown. I feel like my mental health was doing really good from like January to March. And then by the time August came, I felt like I was starting again. And I know there's no way I can prevent it. If it's going to happen, it's going to happen. And I'm just going to have to deal with that. But I want to like actively avoid that happening. And at least I can say that I tried. Um, so 
like my big thing for this lockdown is not making myself feel like I have to ever work out. Uh, in the first lockdown, I had a wrist injury, so I couldn't really do a lot of workouts. And I got so mad at myself that I just cried every single time I tried to do a workout out of pain from my wrist and anger at myself. And then I reached a point in lockdown where I was just like sick of myself for not working out. Um, and like I had worked so hard to get to a point in my life where working out wasn't a punishment for my body and then lockdown happened and it became a punishment it was like because I was sitting around all day like I had to burn x amount of calories or I had to run for an hour or like I had to go on a 10 mile run which I haven't done since I was like 15 um and like I just genuinely don't want that to to happen again so that's my goal if anyone wanted to know um and I think it's going well I mean I haven't worked out in a day I like have been on a run but none of my runs have been like with a goal which I'm really proud of because I'm normally like or was normally like you need to burn x amount of calories or you need to run 10 miles or 15 miles or whatever and then you can you know have peace of mind but I went on a 15 minute run the other day and I felt great about it I it was 15 minutes and I was like let's play some Beyonce when we get home because girl you are a queen and I went and got beers and burgers and I was like yeah actually I deserve that so I think we're doing well but I will keep you guys updated because I want to be raw and honest about it because I think that's probably something that quite a few people would struggle with I don't know if anyone listening like actually cares about working out I mean I think it's very clear like my life kind of revolves around working out but in a healthy way in a healthy way it keeps me sane um and now I don't have that so I'm just trying to find my balance um oh I've been recording for 30 minutes already sorry I just got my uni love to email me but hate to let me enter zoom calls like what I'm sorry does anyone else who is doing like zoom university or online university or whatever you call it like try and enter some of their lectures and like it just doesn't work like mine will be like sorry you're not invited like you're not a participant I'm thinking well give me a refund on my on my tuition fees then if I'm not a student like oh god I don't know it just pisses me off because I'm just like why why are you doing this to me what did I ever do to you like I'm just trying to get this degree I'm just trying to get this bread and it's just not working sorry it's really pissing me off and actually, it pissed me off so much yesterday, and obviously I didn't sleep, and I think I'm not sleeping because I've got an exam that I have no idea what it's about, but that is besides the point, girly pops, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna stress you out with my, my procrastination, but it was like, it was like 2am, and I was like, oh, I really, I really want this jacket from Zara, and I don't, I don't normally like Zara, I don't really go in there, because it's that shop that Whenever I see someone in a nice outfit, I'm like, where'd you get that from? And they'll be like, oh, I got it from Zara. So I'm like, oh my God, thank you, bestie. Like, I'm going to go to Zara. 
and I walk in, I'm like, what the fuck is all of this? Like, this is the ugliest shit I've ever seen in my life. And a few days before lockdown, me and my friend went to Zara and I was like, oh my God, oh my God, everything is amazing. And I've never felt that way about Zara before. And so I took down like the little code for the coat that I wanted because I was like, no, Mary, be smart with your money. You have to want it for at least a week, which I know is so bad. People are like normally, like normal people <laughs> are like, you have to want it for like six months. No, bitch. If I want it for a week, then I need it. Sorry. Because then I'll just go crazy thinking about it. So I was in bed yesterday and I was like, oh, I'm just going to buy this jacket. And then I saw another jacket on Zara and I was like, oh shit, I should never have downloaded this app. So now I've got two jackets in my basket. And then I remember that whilst I was in the shop, there was these like really cute like high neck tops and I hate like anything that shows my chest I'm so sorry I know it's so bad I went to a convent school girls like oh you know what I mean you know the whole thing is like cover up I think it's just ingrained in my brain like I don't really like getting my boobs out I do I do on my birthday or special occasions but yeah I don't know I just like to keep them under covers you know they're not big they're not small they're really not doing me any favors so I just keep them anyways that that really wasn't the point um, there was these high necks and the point is I'm a sucker for a high neck and I was like oh my god these are so cute so of course I put every color in my basket what the fuck like this is 2am and I had already taken a shit ton of melatonin so I should have been asleep but it wasn't working for some reason and now I'm realizing maybe it was and maybe that's why I went crazy with my Zara shopping basket last night and then I woke up to a confirmed email that I don't remember clicking buy on the basket, but I apparently bought it. So, you know, thank you, Zara, for taking £400 out of my bank account last night. Appreciate that. Um, can't wait to look hot for no one, though. That's the point of it all. Can't wait to do a little fashion show in my room. Um, but yeah, and then what else did I do? Oh, and then I bought a bunch of RX bars. And I really don't know why I did that. Because I don't normally buy my own snacks. I don't like buying my own snacks. I like to guilt trip my parents into buying snacks. Um, because I'm like, oh my god, no, we have to have like healthy snacks in the house. And let's get some Kind bars and some RX bars. Or I'll just like throw it in, in the trolley when we're grocery shopping. But I made a, a big girl decision. I bought my own snacks. So, you know, good for me. Um... I think the RX bar website must have been like, oh my gosh, she's using a different bank card because I don't, I don't pay for that shit. I don't use my bank card. That sounded really illegal. I meant I use my parents' bank card, but whatever. Anyways, my point is I shop to feel sane. I shop to feel held. And um, not to bring up TikTok again, but I saw a TikTok the other day and it was like, do you ever like not want to shop, but you do so you can feel serotonin? And I was like, Oh, this for you page is really for you, huh? It's just getting a bit too, too accurate. But um, yeah, now I'm realizing I'm just actually telling you about my life. Um, and I haven't been up to much, so there's not really much to say. I do really want to get some new tracksuits though. So if anyone knows where I can get some new tracksuits, that'd be great. I'm really into tracksuits and sweatpants right now because obviously I don't need to wear jeans and feel like my stomach and gut are suffocating just to look cute um but yeah okay I'll end it here because I'm getting annoyed by my own voice too but I hope everybody is staying sane in lockdown um look after yourselves wear a mask you know the usual stuff that we have been hearing for the past 
God knows how many months. And I hope that everybody got shit-faced when Biden won that election. And I hope that your hangover wasn't too bad. And I low-key hope you're still celebrating. So, yeah. Have a good day, babies.